THK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories, genetic analysis shows a secondary schoolgirl who tested preliminary positive for COVID-19 has a variant of COVID first detected in the UK. 100 days into the local vaccination programme, the minister in charge says the next batch of BioNTech jabs will be delayed so as to avoid any wastage. And China slams the US and EU consulates in Hong Kong for displaying candles to commemorate June the 4th. The latest genetic analysis shows that a secondary schoolgirl who tested preliminary positive for the coronavirus has contracted a variant of COVID-19 first detected in the UK. The source of her infection remains unknown. If confirmed, it's the first untraceable coronavirus infection reported in Hong Kong after 42 days of zero cases. Dr Gilman Siu from the Department of Health Technology and Informatics at Polytechnic University says the patient could be highly infectious. This is actually the first time we identified this UK variant in a local case. So far, we don't know the source of um, this case. We're still looking for the source. This is uh, UK variant. As you know, it carries a mutation N501Y. So uh, the variant with this mutation has been reported to be more transmissible. Another point I want to add on is um, the patient is suffering a very high viral load of uh, SARS-CoV-2. So uh, that means it is even more transmissible and very infectious. On the 100th day since the local vaccination programme was launched, the minister in charge, Patrick Nip, says the coming batch of BioNTech shots will be delayed so as to avoid any wastage. He explained that it's because Hong Kong people have not been active and enthusiastic about getting inoculated when compared to other places. But vaccines usually expire in three to four months. Mr Nip urged pupils, parents and teachers to get their jabs in the next three months. We would arrange a very convenient and multiple channels to enable students, parents and teachers to get vaccinated. I appeal to all the relevant sectors to promote and get vaccinated because the next three months are really very important. And please get your first jab by end of August. China has berated the US and EU consulates in Hong Kong for displaying candles to commemorate June the 4th, slamming it as a clumsy political show to destabilise the territory. Candles were seen lit in the windows of the US consulate building and the European Union's office last night. Spokesman for the Foreign Ministry urged the offices of the relevant countries to stop meddling in Hong Kong affairs and China's internal affairs and avoid playing with fire. Microsoft has been rebuked after its search engine Bing blocked results for the query Tank Man. The director of Human Rights Watch, Kenneth Roth, tweeted that Microsoft's action was outrageous. China insists search engines operating in its jurisdiction must be prepared to censor results. Finance ministers from the G7 group of rich nations have said they're confident they'll reach a deal on taxing the multinational companies today, the second day of their meeting in London. The ministers are discussing President Biden's proposal for a global minimum corporation tax of 15% to ensure large companies pay their fair share. The German finance minister, Olaf Scholz, told the BBC the deal would be groundbreaking. We will have an agreement which will really change the world and we will be able to do what we, uh, what we have to do for our people and this will be a turning point in a global cooperation because the last decades were going into the other direction. Now we are going into the right one. 
Senior politicians from Britain, Australia and the EU are joining business figures and scientists calling for global health to be at the centre of next week's G7 summit. The group, the Reform for Resilience Policy Commission, says the world needs to stop thinking of a pandemic as a once-in-a-century event. BBC's Naomi Grimley reports. It's calling on G7 countries to find an extra $2 billion to fund the COVAX programme, which aims to get more COVID vaccines out to poorer countries. It wants to see detailed plans to diversify vaccine manufacturing across the globe to avoid an over-reliance on producers such as India, which has had to stop exporting doses in order to deal with its own infection surge. The group also says better biosecurity surveillance and data sharing will be needed between nations to help flag up future threats to global health. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Canada's Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, has urged the Catholic Church to take responsibility for its management of Indigenous residential schools following the reported discovery of the remains of more than 200 children at a former school last month. Mr Trudeau called on the Church to release records from schools under its jurisdiction. I am confident that the Catholic Church is hearing these calls very clearly and is understanding the kind of dismay and grief that many Canadians are feeling right now at seeing the continued lack of action. Mr Trudeau said his government was prepared to take stronger measures if necessary, including possible legal action. The discovery of unmarked graves at the school at Kamloops in British Columbia shocked Canada and raised wider concerns about the forced assimilation of Indigenous children in the 20th century. Facebook has suspended the former US President Donald Trump from all of its social media platforms at least until January 2023. It initially suspended him five months ago for allegedly inciting violence at the US Capitol building in Washington. Mr Trump said the suspension was a form of censorship and insulted his voters. A spokesperson for the White House, Jen Psaki, said social media platforms had certain responsibilities they needed to uphold. Every platform, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, any other platform uh, that is disseminating information to millions of Americans has a responsibility to crack down on disinformation, to crack down on false information, whether it's about the election or even about the vaccine, as we're trying to keep the American public safe and get more people or return to normal out in society. Facebook says his profiles on Facebook and Instagram will only be reinstated if it believes he poses no further threat to public safety. Researchers are warning that deforestation in the Brazilian Amazon may already be affecting rainfall with serious implications for agriculture. The research, published in Nature Communications, shows that in badly deforested areas in the southern Amazon, rainfall plunged when tree loss passed around 60%. BBC's Candice Piet has this report. Environmentalists have long warned of the connection between deforestation in the Amazon and low rainfall. The forest is a key generator of rain further south. A new study by German and Brazilian researchers suggests Brazil's agricultural sector is already losing around a billion dollars a year because of drought. Ministers have been meeting this week to discuss the dangerously low levels in essential hydro dams. The researchers looked at rainfall changes in the last 10 years in the southern Amazon, where a third of forests have already been illegally logged. They warned that more forest loss could have devastating consequences for the very businesses which President Bolsonaro supports. 
The Biden administration says it will restore the protections for endangered wildlife in the United States that were loosened by President Trump. Several federal agencies plan to revise, rescind or reinstate five regulations under the Endangered Species Act altered by the former president. The law, dating from the 1970s, is credited with preserving animals such as bald eagles, wolves and grizzly bears. To sport now, and the owners of one of the world's most popular football clubs, Manchester United, have told fans they will soon be able to buy shares in the club, albeit without any voting rights. The Glazer family are hoping to heal a rift with United supporters over its ill-fated plan to join a breakaway European Super League. The co-chairman, Joel Glazer, broke a near 16-year silence on his family's ownership of the club by addressing a fans forum meeting. BBC Charlotte Wright reports. Manchester United's owners, the American Glazer family, have been deeply unpopular with fans due to the club's large debt and relative lack of trophies since 2013. In May, protests at Old Trafford in the wake of plans for the breakaway Super League forced the postponement of a Premier League game. Now, Joel Glazer has told supporters he wants to work with them. Addressing an online fans forum for the first time, he said he'd been speaking to the Manchester United Supporters Trust with the aim of setting up a scheme for fans to buy shares in the club. Afterwards, Mr Glazer issued a statement saying fans were the lifeblood of Manchester United and he was committed to giving them an enhanced voice. The BBC's Charlotte Wright there with that report. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Genetic analysis shows a secondary schoolgirl who tested preliminary positive for COVID-19 has a variant of COVID first detected in the UK. 100 days into the local vaccination programme, the minister in charge says the next batch of BioNTech jabs will be delayed so as to avoid any wastage. And China slams the US and EU consulates in Hong Kong for displaying candles to commemorate June the 4th. That's the news from RTHK. Yeah.